or here or in the studio, deal with it. What's going on, guys? My name is Zach. And this is Dave. And we are here with Franchise Unpacked, the first episode. Here it is, the, the pilot. The, the, the inaug- inaugural? Is it inaug- inaug- inaugural? Inaugural. Inaugural. Inaugural? inaugural? Inaugural. We'll have to figure that out later. Words. We, we could edit all this out. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Just for that, it's staying in. Um, no. So what we wanted to do on this podcast is take our favorite, or maybe sometimes not favorite, franchises. Franchises and, we've never heard of, even. Yeah, sometimes, yeah. Or, and, or really haven't even dove into. And we want to kind of uh, tear them apart in a good way and see what makes them tick. and Break them down. Yeah, break them down. Unpack them, if you will. Hey, that's in the title. Hence, they hence, said the title. <laughs> hey, oh, they said the title. Roll the credits. That's it. Podcast is it. over. Thank they you so much for words. tuning in. See you guys Smash later. that subscribe button. <laughs> yeah, boom. <laughs> <laughs> um, so today, uh, we are going to be talking about the franchise Legend of Zelda. So uh, Dave actually has some notes here we uh, that are. we wanted to go over. We are, Yeah, we're starting with an, a nerdy one. I know, right? Kind of a shock for Zach and myself. But Legend of Zelda, it's one of my favorite franchises. Uh, it is an action-adventure game, also a puzzle-solving game. Uh, first created by, uh, or kind of, Shigeru Miyamoto came up with it originally, the original creator, uh, published by Nintendo, the uh, Nintendo company. And then a uh, little side note, any the original um, uh, some of the original games that were outsourced for portable games, like for your Game Boy, for your DS, uh, those were outsourced to Capcom, Vanpool and Grezzo. Uh, I've heard of Capcom. They yeah, made those you Vanpool, know, Grezzo. I'm I couldn't tell you. I'm but uh, um, but yeah, for but Capcom, I mean, they made all the I love the Marvel versus Street Fighter. Oh, all yeah, remember yeah, those yeah. games. Yeah. I mean, well, and Capcom made like Mega Man. They have Mega Man. Yeah, I mean the big one. That's their, Which, their claim to fame. Stay tuned, folks. Yeah, because be I could I could go off the rails on Mega Man. I got some I got some emotional baggage. We're, we're not sticking strictly to video games, exactly. but yes, there's just will. a lot of great ones out there. That <laughs> video we games, movies, music, TV shows, you name it. You name we'll it. it. We got it. We got it packed. We'll unpack we'll it. Unpack we have a whole we'll, warehouse. We're essentially movers. We have. We, we are. <laughs> we actually stole a bunch of a state from a state. We did. Sales. We did. We had to run. Really? Yeah. They, I'm, a, uh, I'm a fast runner, but you're taller. So I'm tall. I can't. My hips. It's tall guy problem. Bad hips. Bad back. We both have heartburn. We can't get anywhere. We'd be. We'd spend all of our money on Prilosec OTC. Today's episode is brought to you by Prilosec OTC. By the way. I don't know if we can. Actually I don't know use if we can say that. Yeah, we're keeping it in. Well, Whatever. We're keeping. It. Hey, it's free advertising. Prilosec right comes after us. I think. We'll if we get sued for free advert, I don't know. I don't that know. Seems, we'll figure that out. Well, anyway, yeah. So, and then another one last little note about the kind of the production team of the Legend of Zelda. The original. He was the original um, composer for the audio Koji Kondo. I believe. Yeah. Is the pronunciation. Yep. He is now their uh, the current sound director of the franchise. Okay. So he went yeah. from composer of the bum, bum, we all know yeah. it. Oh, we yeah. all love it. It's iconic. And then, and I'm, I can only imagine that he, I, I hope he composed, I go right to Ocarina of Time and I'm hoping he composed like all music. For I, that. I believe he did. Yeah. I'm pretty any, sure. Any, you know, any of those kind well. of classic or linked to the past had some great songs mm-hmm. like the, the castle theme and all that stuff. I think, and I'm, I, I, I could be wrong on this. And if, if this is incorrect, uh, anybody can chime in. Or send us an email. Yes, um, hit up those comments. Yes. Trolls. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> you're not all trolls. Not That's all trolls. But I, I'm I'm pretty sure that they kept Koji Kondo as their uh, as their composer throughout so that the games would have that cohesive feel. Oh, I hope. Yeah. They'd, especially now, I feel like with... And we'll get into it, really. We're, I'm going to jump ahead a little bit. Uh, but 
once Skyward Sword came out, hit, it hitting that 25th anniversary vibe since then. And that's it's been seven years since that game came out. And no, the vibe really yeah, seven years. That's wow. A little shocking. Old. We're getting old. Then. <laughs> um, but it's been seven years. And since then, I feel like they've been really striving for cohe- like really pulling a Marvel, pulling. Yeah. A, let's make a universe. Let's really, mm-hmm. really tie these things together. How haphazardly they do it with the timeline, which we will also get into. Sure. And, and that's and been different universes that is hotly debated, but dimensions. I don't know. Yeah, pretty much like you can switch them in and out. I think it could honestly in I think planes. it could boil down to it doesn't matter whether it's in the timeline, out of the timeline in the same dimension, in a different dimension. Art styles, like, yeah, design. I, I, I think that it's something where any of the games could take place almost anywhere. I mean, sometimes they refer back to like the hero of time. And then I think in that instance, you can clearly say. Oh, okay. So that's after Ocarina of Time, or you know, in uh, in Twilight Princess, I think it is. You're getting trained by, like, you find out it's like the old hero of time, essentially. So you're you're kind of being trained by trained by like the spirit of Link, the original guy, right? Exactly. Yeah. So who is can probably hit every plane of existence. Yeah, exactly. Forms, like, just time something that's which, how they I mean, sell it. Let's make our own fandom, <laughs> right? But, uh, but no, I think that there's you could tie them together any way you wanted. Um, and no matter what, I think you're going to end up with a decent story and you're going to end up with the same series. You know what I mean? It doesn't, that, that's, that's what I love about the legend of Zelda. That's why I'm such a huge fan of it mm-hmm. because from start to finish, there've only been a couple of Zelda games that I'm not insane about, like that. I don't like love with all my heart. That was one thing I was thinking about earlier too. when I was coming up with notes for this episode that it is consistent. I don't think I've ever, even yeah, like you said, the ones that I'm not crazy about, I'll still beat the hell out of it. Yeah, I'll absolutely. Still, I'm going to play it and I'm going to love. I'm like, oh, they went this direction. Are they right? You right. know, it's I wrote, for instance, kind of jumping ahead again. When Wind Waker came out. Yeah. When Wind Waker came out, I remember seeing that and being like, what is going on? Yeah. I was so used to o- Ocarina of Time and, and I'm saying Ocarina. I know Ocarina. A lot Ocarina, of people, Ocarina, Ocarina, Ocarina. I don't know. It's just how I, yeah. I pronounce it since it came out. Uh, Get, guest in the studio. Will, is it Ocarina or Ocarina? What do I say think? Ocarina. 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 See, that's I'm Ocarina. Ocarina. Yeah, yeah. And then Majora's Mask. It was they went for that realism look. I don't want to say realism. Right. It's always been cartoony, but well, it was a more realistic, detailed. And there was and a backlash. Cell shading. There was a backlash there about was. that because they showed a tech demo of what the next Zelda game was supposed to be, mm-hmm. and it looked like a beefed up Ocarina of Time from yeah. Majora's Mask. And then they came out with Wind Waker. Yeah, people, people. But anyway, we digress. Now, before we really, really, really dive in to our history our experience with the franchise you know and our take on it i would like to get into why legend of zelda is a franchise not just based off of video games there's also famously the legend of zelda animated series yep. which debuted its first episode september 8th 1989 wow now was that was a year after i was born um, i was uh, the ripe old age of one <laughs> now eyes um, right <laughs> Right. All right. Uh, yeah, well, you know, I was a baby, uh, but uh, I'm going to I'm going to check it out. I want to make sure there was only one season now. Okay. Now, this brings up a good a, a good uh, little subject here in my notes that one of the main reasons I brought up Koji Kondo was he was the original sound designer. And it was if you've played the game, if you have any knowledge of the game up until the most recent Breath of the Wild, the bit in 2017, there were no voices 
As far as I can remember, no, I don't. Well, no spoken. There were words like "hey." It was and the, stuff like in that. In the Philips CDI games, there were yes, and with this animated series, right. we all remember my favorite quote of Link being, "I can't wait to bomb some Dodongos." Is that is that, that is from, from the <laughs> animated series or? Ganon, I wonder what he's up to. I always liked like it in the CD. We're going to find like, we're going to find some uh, sound clips. We'll edit those into the episode later yeah. on right here. We're going to find. Yeah, we'll play some clips about Link wanting to bomb some dongos. Great. I can't wait to bomb some dongos. And then he also my brother loved. I remember for a long time, my older brother who really introduced me to the games. We'll get into that in a little bit. But uh, he would always say. Well, sorry, princess. Yeah. <laughs> that? that was a big one, too. So it was a huge meme back before memes were memes. Have you heard <laughs> the ending of I forget which CDI one it is, but um, he goes to get a kiss from Princess Zelda and she denies him. And then he just goes, I won. <laughs> Yikes. Oh, man. And that's just the end. In this day and age, I think Link was problematic at best. I won. <laughs> and this also I'm looking at a picture right now of the uh, art style for The Legend of Zelda, the animated series. Here, I'll show Zach a little picture there that looks oh, kind of yeah. like He-Man. It's oh, that it's 80s Thundercats, you know, it's yeah. that very stylized cartoon drawing. But and now I let, we're going to jump into a little of my history with the games. One of my first experiences was Christmas Eve when my brother got The Legend of Zelda. Um, he'll have to correct me later. It was either The Legend of Zelda or Link's Adventure, the second one. OK. And this was back in the day. And you might remember this. But back when you better read that instruction manual, you open oh, yeah. up a video game. You read that instruction manual because there's a whole story, yeah. there's plot. You're going to learn about the characters. You're going to learn all the items you can get. But there was all the I thought the coolest thing was I was really young. And I remember looking at the instruction manual and just looking at the artwork and seeing Link out of a eight bit image for the yeah. first time. Seeing yeah. Like just a artist concept drawing sort of. And it was this boy in a brown and green tunic and he was Winnie the Pooh in it. Yeah. He was a Donald Duck. He was just and then. <laughs> And I was like, oh, OK. And there were the fairies and they were also Donald Duck in it. And it came to I looked it up and sure enough, he was designed originally was inspired by Peter Pan and Tinkerbell. Really? Two of the OG Winnie the I Pooh's. guess that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I think it's just you start to think about like Walt Disney. He had a lot of I thought like a lot of characters with no pants on. Just yeah. Running no, yeah, around Walt, those parks with no pants. Walt, uh, he liked his pants list. That's for I sure. I mean, uh, let's be honest. He was probably a furry, but apparently. Yeah, yeah, well, but we can't we can't go start and spend those yeah, rumors. This is speculation. You know, hey, you know, the Walt Disney uh, states, you know. Yeah, I'm exactly. Not, that frozen head's going to come okay. after It's okay. Disney us. owns uh, everything. So. They, yeah. No, they. I think they're in the room as we speak. <laughs> uh, but uh, but anyway, I remember seeing that and seeing the Moblins, the design. For, I'm like, oh, they're like. Goblin pig man. Yeah, yeah. The, and realizing Ganon was a beast before Ganondorf. Yeah, yeah. Originally, it was just old school design. Pig yeah. Man. Well, and it's interesting too, looking back at like kind of the earlier entries in the series. Um, like the first one was just based off of Shigeru Miyamoto and how he would go explore the forests. Um, yeah. You know where where he lived, which I forget exactly where it was, but he would just go explore the forests, and that was like that was his adventure, and he's. His whole point with The Legend of Zelda was to capture that adventure. And I honestly don't remember the last time that I've beaten the original Legend sure. of Zelda. I don't know if I've ever beaten it. I mean, when I was when I was younger, my brother or my cousin would be the one to play the game. And then I would just kind of watch. Yeah, you'd you know, get was, to maybe the third temple. And right. Then I'd have and to then they'd have to take over. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then I it would, got hard. <laughs> I was not good at video games. I'll just yeah. say that. But it was there really was that sense of adventure. And. It's really cool, and we'll get to this in a little bit, but 
to see how it kind of came back to those roots mm-hmm. with Breath of the Wild. Well, um, then you start feeling the inspiration of like Arthurian legends, like Excalibur, the Master right, Sword. Right. You get these like Peter Pan and Tinkerbell. These it is clearly inspired. He just you can see like almost the child's mind. Like he would go out in the forest and then he's like, I'm Arthur. I'm going to go. Yeah, find this. I need this one sword so I can fight off the evil. Right. Only this weapon can do or something along yeah. those lines. Yeah. And like. You know, you, you get that in a lot of like Star Wars. I mean, a lightsaber that right. that that's an Excalibur. It's like this is the only thing that will defend me in this place. And I do think that it's it's really cool that they in the first three games. So right now I actually have the Hyrule Historia book open and in my mm. lap. Uh, we are unashamed. We will be looking at things and referencing things because we want to be as accurate as we can. You, that know, you can't see because yeah. this is a podcast. <laughs> it's audio only. It is. Well, that's the best thing about podcasts when you, wanna, <laughs> when you bring up visuals. <laughs> right, exactly. Well, and my, what's going on in the my, room. <laughs> we'll just describe it very well. But yeah. but our thought was like, you know, we don't want to we would like to be as accurate as possible. And, you know, we're not we're not video game designers. We're not video game historians. We're lovers, we're, not experts. Right. And, and this in the whole podcast, it's not even just going to be video games. So we're not whatever we're talking about. We're just lovers of these franchises. So we did so, our homework. Yeah. So if there's anything <laughs> that pops up, we're like, oh, well, no, this actually released one year later. Oh. Put it in the comments, nerds. <laughs> <laughs> we don't. I mean, but yeah, but no, please do actually put it in the comments. Um, so I thought it was really interesting, though, that they they made The Legend of Zelda, which was wildly successful. Oh, yeah. And then they released The Adventure of Link. Which I don't believe did quite as well. No, but it was a kind total a diversion from the series. It was, and then they realize they quickly realize they go right back to the right formula. back to the top the down. Top down yep. Knew what where their bread was buttered. Oh, fun little <laughs> fun fact. Do you know where why they named him Link? I don't. He is your link to the video game. Really, the link between the player and the video. Interesting. Game. Yeah, and there you go. Also. Legend of Zelda. Zelda. Robin Williams named his daughter Zelda. Yeah. Because he was playing the game when he, uh, yep. his wife was pregnant and giving birth And wasn't, I believe, wasn't Zelda actually named after uh, Fitzgerald? Yes, correct. Yeah. Scott Fitzgerald's yeah. wife. He loved the, the sound of it. He thought it was both pleasant and extremely important sounding. So, he, yeah. Uh, Shigeru Miyamoto. It is genuinely, Zelda. like all video game lore aside, I do genuinely like the name. It's Zelda. very beautiful. It's old school. I yeah. also think of uh, if you've ever seen Pet Cemetery. A uh, long time the, ago. The wife, uh, mother of the, the, the baby, spoiler alert, who dies. If you've ever seen Pet Cemetery, it's yeah, like the a, baby dies it's like and a comes back. 50 year old it's movie. It's crazy. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah uh, better not go up there. <laughs> um, Indian burial ground. No, uh, but it's it, the name of uh, the wife's sister who dies of like MS. Oh. She has these horrible flashbacks. The name was Zelda. And it's oh, probably no. the scariest part of the movie is these yeah. horrible flashbacks of this poor woman suffering in this bed. Jeez. And her name is Zelda. And I was like, oh, like the game. So, well, it's just so they went they went back to their roots with that top down. Mm-hmm. And then they had uh, Link's Awakening for sure. the Game Boy. Oh, yeah. Huge um, success. And we're, we're ignoring the CDI games for right now because those were technically canon at it's the time what makes they were this a franchise guys i know yeah, it's, it's splitting into other mediums but it's still a video game medium it is, but it, it was is. on the computer if you're yeah. shocked to hear that they dipped their toe in and then and it got was, scalded and it was bad it was not it was not made by nintendo it yeah. was it was it was bad you can tell it was like a a platformer yeah kind of like link's adventure yeah that side scrolling but it was also you could. It was almost like an EA game. It was also uh, very pretty, but no, it, it, exactly. And it was no considered groundbreaking with their with their graphics. They yeah. were like, "Wow, like really nice graphics, but nothing to it. No right. gameplay. Right. 
You know, none of the fun stuff you come to expect of collecting items and stuff. So then, then we get to Ocarina of Time, which like blew the doors wide open. That was it's a it is. I compare it if we're talking video games, I compare it to the level of like GoldenEye. I compare it to. Yeah, like when Final Fantasy also Final Fantasy went from six to seven, they bridged into the 3D realm, not just going 3D graphically, but it's also we're kind of inventing Grand Theft Auto. Yeah. Grand Theft Auto 3 created that what we now know is like a sandbox game. I mean, and we're experiencing it with the Red Dead Redemption. Was, was that the first one? GTA that 3 really did was it? the first one to go 3D third person. Really? All the others were top down, which was true. What annoyingly about, weird to control. What about like um uh, like Elder Scrolls and stuff like that? Wasn't wasn't like Morrowind or was that after GTA 3? I think I'm not sure about that because it, I think that correct me if after. I'm wrong. I bet I, it could have could be before, but I remember GTA 3 in 2001 might yeah. have been the it's what the first i can remember the first time i remember as a kid being like this is a whole new style of game that's I'm true not, I, I felt that way with i've GTA never 3, seen yeah. where i can run around free willy-nilly mario 64 did it a little bit but yeah. it was pretty linear it's still like kind of pigeonholed you into areas you still but, had to go into worlds yeah. but like, i couldn't just go do a task go run around be a cab driver and not do story missions right that was well and huge. speaking of super mario 64 that was originally what Ocarina of Time was going to be like. It was originally going to have Ganon's castle as a hub world, and you would go into different paintings, which is where they got the Phantom Ganon fight from. Yes. Um, Great boss fight. Oh, yeah. I mean, I well, it was. I went back and I played it, <laughs> and I was so mad. So it, this is a little bit of a side note. Once a year, me and Will and a few of our other buddies – we get together and we have our annual Zelda day. Oh yeah. And the only rule is you BYO TV sure. and you bring your own Zelda game. Like a you land party. Halo <laughs> two player. You oh yeah. That oh Halo yeah. And like, but it's so much fun. You know, we get together and I played Ocarina of time, uh, the year before last and sure. Yeah. I was infuriated. That fight is so frustrating. Well, it's a tennis match. It is in all different directions from, but, uh, but it's just, it's so nuts to me that they went from this, they went top down, then they went, side scroller platformer then they went top down and then i mean even with Link's awakening it was still top down and then which actually i i think leaks link leaks <laughs> hey leak uh um, that's why he's not wearing pants oh, that makes sense. <laughs> we, we have found it. it we have cracked the code we have considered unpacked there join us next week guys. No. <laughs> that's it um but no it's i i think that Link's awakening was actually a reskin of another japanese game like I, I'm, I wouldn't be I'm surprised. Almost positive that it was. I would have to look that up to see. They for love sure. doing that stuff. They do, and and that's that happened a lot and around that time. But the fact that Ocarina of Time they invented Z targeting, yeah. they invented locking like, on. The, yeah, that, and the that, camera following it. Like yeah. remember Mario had a lock camera, but this was truly targeting. Yeah, and when you go back and play it now, it doesn't feel quite as no. solid, but it still feels good though like i can go back and play it on n64 and it feels good you'd know it's like riding a bike yeah that's how you didn't realize you needed it until it came out right and you're like oh wow this changed it was like when call of duty 4 came out and you could bring up the iron sights aiming yeah. your gun like that from hip fire to aiming changed it from the goldeneye formula right goldeneye took it into 3d and then i like doom and wolfenstein really did but goldeneye really stepped it up yeah with, yeah with four players split screen that the uh, we keep bringing up n64 games because it was what to this day still one of the greatest systems ever yeah. created 
I see. Well, and it, and it really, and the reason we're bringing those up is because that's what influenced how Zelda was made mm-hmm. for the N64. They realized they could put Hyrule into the game, which kind of brings me to the next topic of instead of taking it into the hub world of Ganon, they're like, wait a minute. Hyrule has always been a part of these games. Let's bring the field back. Yeah. Let's bring Hyrule. Let's bring these different, let's bring these different land masses, different, uh, you know, geographies, different uh, climates. We can have so much fun in different weather right. types or, you know, areas. Go to the sea, go to the desert, mm-hmm. go into a mountain or a volcano. And, and they, they even did that further that. with Majora's Mask. Oh, yeah. And now Majora's Mask, for the, some of you who might not be familiar, are if Ocarina of Time, this is when the time splits begin happening. Yeah. This is like, this is if you, let's say 1986 was the first season of Lost. You're watching Lost, you're watching along, then the fourth season comes up, you're like, oh no, now they're jumping all over the place. Right. They're doing parallel jumps. This is where it gets real wacky. It's Majora's Mask is if Link didn't win. Right. Again, in one in Hyrule, so he was like shunned to another dimension or like and they he made wanders like, into the forest and they gets made trapped. it in like a year oh it was rushed it was yeah. a total vice city from th- G- yeah. gta 3 it was a we have literally struck oil yeah and we're running out of barrels to put it in we've got we but we still need barrels right like, so exactly well and it's and, and and that was a huge success as well um so and what we want to do is we really, we really just want to kind of like dissect these past entries in the series because mm-hmm. they're all so solid i think anyway oh yeah um i'm not a huge fan of skyward sword but that's just because i think the motion controls failed a little bit yeah it was ahead of its time but also then nintendo just kind of dumped the motion controls well no no yeah. the switch they still have them but not to the shoehorning them or i i mean i guess yeah hand-fistedly beating you over the head with them yeah like they did for the wii or the wii u well it didn't function well on the wii u either no. you know what i mean like or on the wii for wii. Uh, i also feel like the wii u was a odd just an odd it system. was it was like an in-between it was it was nintendo's puberty it was yeah. odd um it was weird but then there was a uh, oracle of seasons oracle of ages which i never actually uh I never for played Game Boy those. Color. Yeah, yeah, I never played them. I had my brother had one. I had the other. It was cool because you could team up or you could oh, link okay. your Game Boy, I believe, That's together. Right. And you yeah, could yeah, get yeah. Advantages. Yeah. Once you once you beat one game, it gave you a code that you could put into the other game and do like a new game plus. Game. Oh, yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay yeah. So I really encouraged you. It was like Pokemon struck gold when they were right. red, blue and green. Well, everybody can link up. There's something slightly different. Yeah. And, um, and there's a reason to link reskin. up. Yeah. But uh, it was really neat. Really, a couple of very good games, very linked to the past. Yeah. yeah. And then, of course, um, there was Wind Waker, mm-hmm. which Wind Waker to this day is one of my favorite Zelda Love games. It. Um, it's And they re-released it in HD on the Wii U. Very good. There's, How did the, I remember the one aggravating part of it was just a lot of sea travel. Yeah. Sometimes it got long. And then. The portion of the game where you have to find the Triforce treasure maps, where it I wanted to forever. put a gun in my mouth, yeah. that, and you have to keep going back to Tingle. Yeah, Tingle, ladies and gentlemen, we're gonna put a picture of him up later on the uh, on our on site. The, but uh, yeah. but holy lord, if this gets a YouTube version, <laughs> this we are. character was a weird entry who is still stuck around yeah, throughout. Oddly, yeah. I, well, the, and that was Tingle's first game was Majora's Mask. Majora's Mask. Yeah. He, was the, he would sell you the maps to the area, and Tingle Kulu Limpa. 
Yep, I and then you would and get, you'd have the balloons. Well, and they remedied that a lot, though. They remedied the sailing thing anyway in the HD remake. Did they? I was going to ask. Can, you can Fast go to like the auction house, okay. and you can bid on a quick sale. In the main island, right? The, yep, the first the out, um, uh, outskirt island. Not, no, not outset. No, um, that's where you're from. I forget what it's called. Uh, Windfall, Windfall Island. Yeah. There it is. Um, this is see. This is why we have we just have Will around. We bring know? in experts. We have <laughs> we, we just surround ourselves. They might not necessarily be a and, guest. I mean, we will what, be having guests in the future, but we figured for the pilot episode we'd have experts in the space with us. Right, exactly. And you know, Will is literally <laughs> he's such an expert. He's literally sitting. He's downloading a Zelda fan game right now just so he can continue to up his knowledge on the game. Yep, we made um, him all horny for Zelda. <laughs> which well, I mean. Which we were going to originally name this podcast, but yeah, you know, which we had to, we had to, we had to go back to, to the drawing board. Surprisingly, already a podcast. Yeah, uh, which, uh, go subscribe to them, I guess. Yeah, Stitcher yeah. Premium. It's real weird. Anyway. Um, anyway. Don't look that up, don't by the way. Up. That's, yeah. that's, that's a bit. That is not. That's another. <laughs> we were um, also going to call ourselves, we love to throw ourselves into litigation. That's exactly. our, <laughs> we're very litigious. Um, and then uh, a link to the past in Four Swords on yes, Four the Swords. Game Boy Advance. Now, that is where you literally split Link into different links. And you could have up to four players, I believe, at the same time with a Game Boy Advance. I never had a Game Boy Advance. I oh, went straight to, I went from Game Boy Color to like 3DS. Really? I had a Game Boy Advance. I really liked it. Um, it and had then, good games. I remember my friends had I don't remember this one at all. Four Swords Adventures for the GameCube? Because I remember Minish Cap, that sort of stuff. Yep, that came out afterwards yep. for Game Boy Advance. Yep. Another, you got four links running around. It was yeah. all, and this, mind you, is all off that style of Wind Waker, that cartoonish style. They really yeah. broke away from realism. And even now, to this day, Twilight Princess is the closest I've seen them to get back to it, which we're going to get to. Right, but right. But there's a time and a place for their cartoonishness. I love it still. Yeah. And it might yeah. not, and just so you know, if you're playing these games, you're like, oh, okay, well, the art style dictates what universe we're in. No, it does not. No. So, I mean, uh, doesn't Wind Waker take place hundreds of years in the future compared to... I think so, yeah. It's like after Hyrule has Hyrule, been flooded and yeah. all that stuff. It's like the reverse Genesis. Sort of. Right, like, exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Biblical, another strong inspiration. And then there was Legend of Zelda Twilight Princess, uh, which I really did enjoy that. Phenomenal. Yeah. It was a launch game for the Wii. It also came out for the GameCube. It was, it a was mirrored. Very yeah. nice mirror game. Interesting. If you played it on GameCube, Link was left-handed, which yep. he has always been since the beginning of the series. And then if you got it on the Wii, he was right-handed because majority of people playing were right-handed. Yep. And it was a Wii motion controller game. So you wanted the sword in the proper which hand. Which is, I also think, why they probably just mirrored the whole thing. That's probably easiest to yeah. do. You know, and my it guess smoothed is... Smoothed edges, too. It looked nice. There yeah. really was a graphic update. Yeah, like, yeah. Draw distance, stuff like that. You know, I, I really enjoyed that one. And it was... It felt like it was basically ocarina of time 2.0 it, it wasn't really was. that good it wasn't that's not one of my favorite ones but like it was still you could turn into a werewolf you were yeah. werewolf link and then it it gave you another navi character with yep. imp, uh no not impa uh, what was her name minda. minda midna yeah um another great thing about this franchise guys is they've it's so rich with characters like i mentioned impa um, Roru, those are Ed's are old school names. Yeah. But they can Impa, for instance, is a character. She's usually a pr Princess Zelda's bodyguard of some sort, a royal yeah. guard, or a a leader of the Sheik tribe, the Sheikah tribe. Yep. She could be a grandmother age. She could be young girl age. That's the thing. She's throughout a a very consistent character, yeah. which is great. You just whenever whenever I'm playing a new Zelda game and I run into one of these, I'm like, oh yay! I like I get yeah. a smile and yeah. like there's oh there's a Pona or there's yeah, it's, a, it's a little nod. Here we are, we're back. Yeah, yeah. I know the, where the, I'm the, home. The thing that I didn't love about Twilight Princess was that I felt like it took forever. 
to get into the actual game. Well, until you could command when you wanted to become a wolf or not. When they kept right, shoving right. you into it and you couldn't turn in and out of yeah, there become was, Link or it, the Wolf. It had its it, issues, but, I mean, still a great lagged. game. And then we're going to kind of go through these next couple kind of quick because we're not super familiar and... Uh, that's honestly just why. And honestly, I don't think they've really had much of a presence on the series since. Correct me if yeah. I'm wrong in those comments, but well, and I I've played a little bit of both of these, I believe. But there was the Phantom Hourglass and then Spirit Tracks, both for DS. Yep, and S- then Spirit Tracks. You got to train. That's all I know. Yep, and I remember it was like stylus based on the 3DS. Neat. Or on, the, on your, the DS, you could draw your tracks. I think that was the yeah. gimmick. Yeah, which is cool. But then it just. Clearly, if you played the series, went nowhere. Right, right. Um, and then they remade Ocarina of Time 3D. Yes. Later, amazing. they ended up making uh, Majora's Mask 3D, which I thought those were both great revamps. Yeah. Actually, you know what? The Majora's Mask revamp, I wasn't as crazy about. Was it? it? They altered so many of the bosses. Really? Yeah. Did they you ever did you, down? Oh, I never big played time. Majora's no, Mask. They, they did they dumb like, the, well, I mean, that game was in. I remember the temples being difficult. Just they, insanely yeah. difficult puzzles. Well, I needed the strategy guide. And they, they made it like my favorite boss fight was goat. Yes. Where you like you rolled as the Goron and yep. they changed it where once you once you stun him, you have to um, you have to like there, there's like this eyeball that pops out. Sure. And it's like a new weak point. And I'm like, just keep the boss fight the way keep it was like keep they, rolling around. They felt Use great. And like they changed the swimming mechanic. It doesn't feel as good. Like eh. they changed a lot of things oh, but, for the Zora. Yeah. Yeah. We digress. Yeah. yeah. But um, those are hot takes. Those are Zach coming in hot. I know I'm it's coming in hot. hot. I can hot hot. take. But the other that kind of leads us then to uh, Skyward Sword, mm-hmm. which we talked about a little bit already. It's the motion controls weren't perfect. You were flying around in like a it was like a. Sky City, kind of like mm-hmm. Bioshock Infinite. You're flying, it's a right. horsing around in the sky. You got to, instead of a horse, you got a big bird. And right. It was co- a cool art design, and it was the 25th anniversary game. Most importantly, they wanted to put emphasis, I believe, on the sword itself. They wanted the connection of you with the Wiimote. They wanted to make everything, hey, guys, it's been 25 years. Look at all this stuff. You're you're going into the old Hyrule from the original right. game. You're right. bombing down years later or whatever. It was good. I enjoyed it. But then that brings us to where we're at currently in the series, uh, which is Breath of the Wild, which oh man, I think is a flipping masterpiece. It is the next Ocarina. Of, if we're talking about level of excitement and yeah, truly uh, changing the game. Breath of the Wild, I think, was, in my opinion, what, like the first 10 out of 10 game that I've played in a, in a long, long time. Very like, long time. Next to nothing that I would change, mm-hmm. if anything. Yep. You know, it is. It's a masterpiece. It's they it's a survival game at its core. Yeah, they've added a survival element. You hunt animals. It's very it's I don't want to say easy, but it's tame. It is user friendly hunting. It's yeah. not fallout where you have 400 different types of screws. Right. And right. 400 different little bitty. But they're the same. It's a screw type, but it's a different screw. Yeah. Like it's yeah. not that complicated. Um. But it's it's the reason I read this. This could be rumor, but the reason why Red Dead Redemption 2 was pushed back an entire year was because of Zelda Breath of the Wild. Really? They saw what that game did with the hunting and the scavenging and all that, yeah. that, that dynamic. And they said, we need to revamp our system. I don't know wow. how much what it was revamped. I don't know if it was entirely added. I knew that wildlife has always been a huge part of the Red Dead games since Red Dead yeah. 1. But um and the mechanics of the it's a beautiful and let me yet again Red Dead Redemption Two speaking of another ten out of ten masterpiece truly in my book and we might do that we 
Fran- stay tuned, folks. We could do that franchise. We could, yeah. It might fall into our Westerns franchise. Exactly. We'll see. Has, you know, anything, Who knows? Anything that has more than one thing of it exactly. is a franchise. Cowboys. I mean, There's cowboys. more than there one Cowboys. Go. We'll do a Cowboy franchise. You got episode. John Wayne and Clint Eastwood. You're right. right there. Anyway, but it was Breath of the Wild was truly fantastic. And there's just a little funny fact. I was bringing this up on our break with uh, Zach that uh, there was a game in 2015 called Triforce Heroes. There was a Dynasty Warriors-esque big battler waving your sword around, killing hundreds of enemies at a time kind of open world war game that did not do well at all no no sales it was very anime style it was and it was kind of fun though it was fun but i think nintendo was at a crossroads they needed to figure out where they were going with the series as i yeah. think and they chose correctly you're thinking of hyrule warriors was it hyrule warriors hyrule? triforce heroes was a 3ds game where there were three different links that that's yes, what i yes. digress okay see hyrule warriors thank you this that's why, why we, we have will this is why we have our that is in the room. why we have them in the room <laughs> i digress folks triforce heroes was not that that is hyrule warriors yeah, i feel like i need to like and I'm gonna just, I'm gonna post this on our socials. I need to take a picture of our in-room expert. Oh, there it is. Perfect. Got it. There Got it, it is. We have a our, our in-room expert on the Legend of Zelda, which we need desperately because uh, we're liberal arts majors, and that's <laughs> that's what we need. We need you know constant headshot updates. We need things. We we're need, liberal arts majors. We're not demanding at all. Um, but with Breath of the Wild, it's truly a phenomenal game. It came out in 2017. For the Switch and the Wii U. Um, Well, and and the thing that I think really, truly made it a phenomenal game and the thing that made it what it was, the thing that made me want to go back and play it again and again after I beat the game, go back and find more things and discover more things. It went back to the series origin. Yeah, you can if you want to, you can leave that first cave, do the first little batch of missions and then go fight Ganon. Go straight to Ganon with three hearts. Exactly. Fight him with a stick in your hand. You can do you can beat one of the main temples and then go or two or three or four. It was Skyrim esque with your yes. you can complete missions how you see fit. You can do whichever temple in whichever order, which right. I really enjoyed. It didn't pigeonhole you into, oh, you need this item to beat this temple or right. you because even with Ocarina of Time, it was an open world. And I put that into air quotes yeah. because certain things truly would not unlock for you. Until you hit a certain right, and there's actually a, a really level. great series. Uh, if you guys get a chance to check it out on YouTube, it's called Game Maker's Toolkit um, by Mark Brown, and he he goes through like the actual design of all the dungeons in the Legend of Zelda, and it's really cool to see. But uh, like you were saying, like there are things that stopped you in that one. There's almost nothing because there aren't any keys. The only keys that you get are when you're inside of a shrine mm-hmm. and the key only works for that shrine only strictly. and that's it yeah. you know so you're, you're never blocked off from the world and you're you're only as powerful as you are good at the game mm-hmm. and that's what i love like you have to you have to actually learn how to fight in that game oh yeah and master it was, those a, it, was a, it was a curve i yeah. remember being like whoa i am having difficulty for the first time with a zelda game is since majora's mask yeah and this is great (laughs) i love that kind of difficulty and we're saying this because like we we wanted to we chose this franchise today for this episode because it was had such an impact on both zach and myself when we were younger i mean it's it's like the first time you read or see lord of the rings it's on that level for me it's right it took me into a fantasy world that i could escape into and it was always rich and always had 
phenomenal music. You could, which brings me to the let's we're going to break down the franchise. Now it is Zelda goes across video games, television, music. You can go see live orchestrations. They do tours all over the world. Amazing live orchestration performance and all your favorite music. They're like, oh, yeah, I love that. It'll bring back all your childhood memories. Yeah. And now we're going to talk about the future of what we would like to see the franchise go. Personally, I the only place it can go is a film. You think so? And my it's already okay. attempted a TV series, be it animated. You can yeah. get a Netflix TV show. But I don't want to say where where do you think the future should go? So we'll, I, bre- we'll say our ideas and then break them. Down. I could see film. Okay. I could see a film. I actually uh, I don't want to say too much on here, but I was working on a concept of a short film. Okay. That was like futuristic, like neon punk okay. Zelda, which could work because the Zelda universe is infinite. But I'd almost love to see an anime of that. Oh, yeah, that would be cool. Yeah, Netflix anime or something. Um, But I I don't know. I I think that film is becoming so saturated right now with everything's becoming a film. I would love to see Breath of the Wild amped up one more time. Not remade, but I I would like to see them take that engine, give us another part of Hyrule, whatever it is. And maybe it's a new part because this part of Hyrule was like, it was parts that you could find in Ocarina of Time. You or, want a Majora's Mask to this game. I want a Majora's you want Mask. A, to a of sequel level. of 2.0 in yeah. a different, with a new map. Same dynamics. Maybe new I, animals. Maybe not a, as such a huge right. influence on hunting. I want dungeons. That's the one thing that I would want from I that. I do miss dungeons. I, I, would, I, really, I would love it if there was... If it, They can be optional, but I would love it if you could stumble into... Uh, you know, you find this like hidden pathway leading into a volcano and then all of a sudden you're in the fire dungeon, a you classic I mean? several room dungeon with switches on the floor and the right. The hand ma- master um, hand the whatever, wall the, master wall master yeah. stuff like that. Yes. I some of my favorite temples, you know, were like Ocarina of Time had like the fire temple. Once you became an adult, were just yeah. beautiful music, beautiful. Each one was unique and stylized and they just the detail was just incredible. Yeah. yeah. Um, it, back to my movie idea. I, I think a fun little who would if they did a movie, a live action film. Sure. One of the biggest problems you run into Link is famously a silent character, even with Breath of the Wild. Everyone else is talking right. around him, talking to him at him. And he's just silent. I think you could do it. I think if we've seen movies like Drive with Ryan Gosling or any of the original like spaghetti westerns with right. Clint Eastwood, you make it a character who has six lines. Right. You make it a strong, silent type. Just yeah. that brooding, it's all in the eyes. Yeah. An act, yeah. A, uh, and I say no one we know of. We cast a complete unknown for Link. Yeah. yeah Zelda, you can get like a I am a stone. I can and see Emma Stone as Zelda. If we're going to make them Anglo-white People cast it if we're going down that road. We're going to white cast them. If we're going to whitewash it. Um, Yeah, I'd love that. I'd like to see everyone's like, oh, Leo DiCaprio would be good. Like, I'm like, he's too old. I'd like to see. I want to see a Leo DiCaprio. Stay tuned. He's going to be a franchise. He he (laughs) himself is a franchise. We will be bringing up. But I would love to see him start transitioning into Obi-Wan-esque characters. Starting to get middle aged into the wise. I can see Leo as Ganondorf. Or a Ganondorf. You know what I mean? I could see him as like a young Ganon, ambitious Ganondorf. Yeah, like Ganondorf when he's just starting to to mess stuff up, you know? I think it'd be fun. I think with filming, you could have a ball with, especially with Game of Thrones budgeting and locations that they've already established. You can, and clearly you can do it well with graphics nowadays. Oh, yeah. And I think I would love to see practical, always practical. Oh, for sure. Like the Star Wars reboots, or not reboots, I should say, the sequel trilogy. Right. The callback to, um, Puppetry and stuff. I love it. Can't get enough of it. Yeah. I'm in hog heaven. 
I'm trying to think for for me though who else I would maybe cast as Zelda. Um, oh sure, because I think I think Emma Stone would be cool. Also, an unknown would be fun too. It would be. It, Let's be, make it Star Wars esque. It could be kind of cool if everybody was unknown. You know what I mean? If there was, I no want a Navi in it. Yeah. I, that is one thing we really didn't talk about was the continuation of. I would love a. For some reason in my mind, because Ocarina of Time was one of a very formative game in in the series for me, let alone video games in general, that I got so used to Nevi that I thought she would be in the franchise more. Yeah. She would pop up in future iterations. You get in Majora's Mask, you get her cousin. You get Tattle. 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 Uh, Which is. And then you get uh, you get Midna. And then you get which is yes, which is a nevi, fee, but fi, I but fo, and you fum. fee fi and fo, no, <laughs> and then sleepy and grumpy, and then no. But it, the fun thing was that they did with Twilight Princess, the motion controller was uh, the fairy. It really yes. it wasn't a character; it was just a graphic, which was I loved it though. And then it you get your you right back. You get the Sheikah slate in. Um, Do you think which, they're not doing that because they don't want to? Ma- they want to make sure it's out of the Ocarina of Time universe. Um, maybe they I don't. don't know. They're like, oh, this would clearly bring it into that timeline or whatever that could be the case i don't know though because i i did like navi but there were times when i was annoyed i'm like hey yeah, listen I, 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 oh i mean I'm we like, all know I'm like it. let me figure out this puzzle you sure. know what i mean but i guess the other thing that i would maybe like to see from the future of the series is i would like to see them try some new stuff with their games like they revolutionized so many things i want to see them revolutionize one more time i don't know what that is obviously i'm not a game designer but what i'd almost love They've added a um, they've added the element of hunting and gathering and foraging, you know, survival. They need which what uh, I don't know if you played the Shadows of Mordor games. No, I haven't. They've added a strong strategy element, attacking castles, attacking forts and bases, stuff like that. That could be fun. Get it in or we make it multiplayer. Yeah. Not saying multiple links like a link of the Spider-Verse, Linkiverse, or you have like split up links like four swords, or you can have up to like eight people in our thing or just separate characters link. And then if you're playing on yours, you see yourself as link. And then the other characters are remember the knighthood in um, uh, in Twilight Princess, the knights group of. Yeah, that was cool. Like a team. You have your team. Yeah, that'd be different. Something like that. Um, Take it online. Honestly, I think that we could. We can probably fill another episode with talking about Zelda, so we probably will. I don't know. Yeah, guys, stay tuned. Season this two. Conversation. Yeah. Um, so we're actually out of time for today, but thank you guys so much for dropping in, and uh, we'll see you next time. Thank you so much for joining us, everybody. The next franchise we will be unpacking is one of my favorites, Star Wars. But in the meantime, feel free to drop us a line, any comments, concerns, questions, or even future episodes at FranchiseUnpacked at gmail.com. Again, that's FranchiseUnpacked at gmail.com. Thanks, everybody. We'll see you next time.